Welcome back to the third segment of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on Atlanta's own AM920, The Answer. It is my favorite radio station by far, and I appreciate you turning in. In this segment of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, how do hurricanes affect local housing markets? I know we're not affected by hurricanes here in metro Atlanta, but it's really sad what happens to markets that are affected by hurricanes. And I thought you as a listener to the show might actually be interested in that. Should you as a homeowner in Metro Atlanta, keep your termite bond on your home. Can you get one at closing and let it lapse after the first year? Is that safe? And is it really possible to lose out if you're a buyer trying to buy a listing because of the type of financing, mortgage financing you get? My name is Cleve Gaddis. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts so home buying and selling can be done with total confidence and without all the worry typical was life's biggest investments. We want to connect with you. We really, really do. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions, make comments. You can push back. You can share your ideas. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, which is coming up in the next segment, the final segment of the show. Visit today. You can also subscribe to our podcast, and I don't really have, I haven't earned the right to ask you for a favor. But I'm going to do it anyway. I'd like for you to be a podcast subscriber. Go to gogaddisradio.com. Gogaddisradio.com. We try to spread as much good, useful information about the real estate market in Metro Atlanta and throughout the country here on this radio show. And while some of our topics are so real estate specific that they might not be in the wheelhouse of everybody out there, anybody who's looking to buy or sell a home or anybody who owns a home or is renting and wants to buy, whatever it is, they should get some use out of the topics we cover. Let's jump into how hurricanes affect local housing markets. This is a little bit of analysis of Tropical Storm Elsa, uh, which delivered torrential rain and wind to many of North America's coasts from Florida uh, all the way up to Maine. And many heavily, heavily populated areas experienced localized flooding, and there is always some damage. So in a core logic 2021 hurricane report, they are saying that this year, 8 million homes with more than $1.9 trillion in reconstruction cost value will be affected by a hurricane. Now, they're projecting that for the rest of the hurricane season. CoreLogic's chief economist recently discussed the ways Elsa and other expected storms will impact properties, also borrowers' ability to keep up with housing payments and the local housing market. In 2020, in the span of six weeks, and this is very interesting, Hurricanes Laura and Delta made landfall 12 miles apart, taking nearly 100 lives, which is awful, 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 but also decimating southwest Louisiana. A look back at the effects of these two hurricanes on Lake Charles Metro shows the potential effects on properties, they say. Home prices have been rising close to the Louisiana average before the pandemic in this area, then slowed during the first few months of the pandemic and turned negative after Hurricane Laura. While price growth has recovered in Lake Charles in early 2021, it was running below that of the rest of Louisiana and is only half of that of the national real estate average. The chief economist for CoreLogic concludes that natural disasters cause extensive property damage, personal injury, reassessment of hazard risk, so you can pay a lot more for your insurance, and disruptions in local housing markets, mortgage delinquencies also spike, and the price and availability of shelter are effective as well. And so as we go through this hurricane season, not that we are going to be affected by a hurricane, but the reality is is these major storm events that come through areas have a significant impact 
on the homeowners in that area. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on Atlanta's own AM920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I really appreciate you listening to the show. If there's anything we can do for you, we'd love to connect with you. Go to Go Gaddis Radio, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S Radio. Scroll all the way to the bottom. You'll see the Contact Us tab. Put a little message in there if you want to. It'll be sent directly to me. It'll also be sent to some of our administrative staff, so we make sure nothing gets missing or missed, and I would love to be able to reach out to you personally. What if you learned you should have kept your termite bond in place after termites eat almost an entire wall in your house? I grew up in a home, uh, moved to, when I say I grew up and was born in Decatur, uh, Wesley Chapel Road in I-20, moved to Peachtree Corners, In 1979, with my family, I was 11 years old, so you can do that math and figure out I'm 53 if you're interested. And in that home, there was a wall, about a seven or eight foot wall, between the kitchen and the laundry room. We had this really cool spiral staircase, and there was a wall between behind that spiral staircase that separated the laundry room from the kitchen area. And when I say termites ate the entire wall, like I think only the wallpaper was holding the wall up. Termites got into that house and literally ate the entire wall. We had a termite bond as a family. I think it was through Orkin, if I remember correctly. I I don't remember way back when. And they were able to repair everything. And so if you own a home in Metro Atlanta, it is not a matter of whether or not you should keep a termite bond in place. Because it's not a matter of whether or not your home will have termites. It's a matter of when it will have termites. I think, and and if you are out listening and you believe that the information I'm giving is not accurate, but I believe, please let me know, but I believe that Georgia is second only to Florida in the nation in terms of termite damage. There are plenty of hungry little termites out there in your yard waiting to get in and nibble on the wood that is holding your house up. And my thought, I'm not a civil engineer or structural engineer, but my thought is, you know, I want all the wood pieces holding my home up. I want them to be really strong. So Melody and Alpharetta wrote in asking, do we need to keep our termite bond in place on our home after the first year? She says 189 per year seems expensive. And I would say, Melody, 189 per year is not expensive in my opinion. And I would not even consider for, for six months or three months or any other uh, period of time, I would not uh, even consider not having a termite bond. Now, there are two types of systems, and I'm not in the pest control business, so I'm not licensed. So if I give you give you some bad information here, I apologize. But there are two types of systems. There are bait stations uh, that are in the yard that are supposed to be more environmentally friendly. I can't offer an opinion one way or another, but I will tell you that that's a type of termite treatment I have at my house. And then there are liquid treatments where they actually trench around the outside of your house and they pour liquid down in the ground and it's sort of designed to, well, not sort of, it's designed to create a barrier that the termites are not willing to go through to get into your home. I have chosen the baiting system. I believe the baiting system we have is Centricon. I think there's two types of baiting system probably made by two big manufacturers. And so once a quarter, they come out and they inspect my home and they open those baiting stations and they see if there's any termite activity in there. There are little pieces of wood in the ground that are baiting stations designed to bait or to attract the termites. 
And if you see active termites or if they see active termites in that baiting station, then they will take steps to maybe do a liquid treatment around that area to kill the termites. That's what I have. I'm not saying that that's the right thing for you, Melody. It sounds to me like at 189 per year, that's probably a liquid treatment that you have, which would not need to be redone every year. I think it's every five years or every seven years. Uh, anyone who's listening, if you want to, if you're in the termite business, send me a, uh, go to gogaddisradio.com, click on contact us and send me a, a note and tell me exactly how long those liquid treatments last. But 189 is more likely just the renewal of the bond. It does not include a new treatment for the home. The reality is, Melody, termite bonds are never required in Georgia, not bonds. Termite letters are required for government-insured loans like VA, FHA, and USDA loans. Termite letters are not even required for conventional loans. So if you borrow money from Freddie Mac or Fannie Mae or mostly, you know, Bank of America and Wells Fargo and all those lenders, they're, they're loaning money from Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. And the reality is, is that you don't, they're not requiring you to get a termite bond. And in the conventional loans, they're not requiring you to get a termite letter either. So it's really all up to you. If you are listening and you're thinking you might sell your home anytime in the next three to six months, we encourage you to reach out to us because we think we can help you sell your house for $28,000 more than your neighbor sold their home for. And I'm not exaggerating, Atlanta. We think we can help you sell your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor. We're going to do two things to make sure that happens, and neither of these things are available through any other broker in Metro Atlanta. Number one, we will prepare what's called a customized maximum value plan, which is like an appraisal on steroids. It is designed to make sure you don't miss even one dollar that your house can fetch. Now, if you're listening and you're not interested in selling your house for top dollar, you want to sell it and be more convenient and move on, we can help you with those things too. But the reality is there's a lot of people out there when they sell their primary residence that they've lived in two of the last five years, it provides a unique opportunity for them to earn money tax-free. So if you had a $200,000 gain and you lived there two of the last five years, then you would not pay any taxes on that gains, and that's a big, big deal. The second part of that sell your house for $28,000 more is what's called a rehab and refresh program exclusively from Gaddis Partners. We will advance you up to $15,000 to pay for repairs. We'll coordinate all those repairs. We'll make the cosmetic enhancements to really make the home pop when the first buyer walks in the home. And there's absolutely no charge for the supervision of all of the work. We can get the work done for the most part 30 40 50% below what other people would charge you. We can make sure that the work is completed well, and we can help sell your house for $28,000 more. Call 770-497-0000 or go to gogaddisradio.com to learn more about $28,000 more. A gentleman wrote in with a question that says he is tired of losing out on homes and that his agent says we're never going to win against competing offers with an FHA loan. Man, I feel for this. I mean, what if you're losing out on your home of your dream simply because when you send in your paperwork, the seller looks at it and says FHA loan boom, done. We don't want to deal with that. Now, you can't lie about the kind of loan you're getting, but the reality is if somebody submits an offer with an FHA or a VA or a USDA or low down payment loans, it's quite common for a seller to look through the buyers and to try to figure out which buyer is going to make the biggest down payment and to say that that's the horse I want to get on. If I'm going to be on a race and I got six horses to choose from, that's the one I want, the one who has the most money. And so it is possible, I think his name is Mike, that you could be missing out on the home of your dreams because of the type of loan you're getting. You need to work with a company, and ours does. Gaddis Partners at REMAX Center has the ability to help you turn your financed offer into an all-cash offer. I know that is a foreign concept, and most people have not heard of that. 
but there are third-party vendors that for a fee ranging from 1% to 2.4% or 2.6% will actually turn that financed offer into an all-cash offer. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back in our neighborhood spotlight, Brookhaven Fields in Brookhaven. How long after a foreclosure or short sale do you have to wait to buy a home? And how do you ensure you pick the right area of Atlanta to purchase your next home? We've got those topics and more. Stick with us because I promise we'll be back. 